Welcome to Joy Sounds, music you need to know, presenting the brightest emerging and breaking artists. This podcast is about who's next and who you will want to follow. And who knows, you might discover your next favorite artist. Here's your host, Chris Sampson. Thank you very much, and welcome to this episode of Joy Sounds, music you need to know. Our featured artist today is Emma Charles. Emma's most recent EP, titled Connecticut, is a dreamy snapshot of an artist in transition finding her grounding. Emma evokes the great singer-songwriter traditions of the past while always remaining current. Emma was recently chosen as a 2020 Billboard Breakout Emerging Artist, as well as a What's Next artist by the world's largest music compilation brand, Now That's What I Call Music. Emma is currently scheduled to go on tour supporting Shell, beginning May 19th. Follow Emma for all updates regarding these shows. On today's episode, Emma performs three songs live from the Joy Sound studio. She performs Scorpio, Vertigo, and the title track of her EP, Connecticut. So to begin the show, this is Emma Charles performing Scorpio on Joy Sounds. My friend once told me I held my anger within Pleasing people I don't love and who I don't even know Got bows and arrows but somehow Lacking the skill, archer always Archer of another hollow through Cause I'm on the Oh, 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 oh,
But I don't know If I wait another season Could I just turn and leave it Am I stuck here for good On the cusp Of Scorpio And that was Emma Charles performing Scorpio. And it's my pleasure to welcome to the Joy Sound Studio, along with Jamie Hamburg on guitar. Please welcome Emma Charles. Nice to have you, Emma. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Uh, It's great to have (laughs) you here. My goodness, that's such a gorgeous song. And I'm starting to, now that I'm becoming familiar with your music, Mm. hear some themes, a through line. It sounds like you're writing about change mm-hmm. seems to be am i am i on to something here absolutely yeah, yeah. and I, I assume that this is something that you've been experiencing or going through yourself a little bit huh oh yeah within the past year i've graduated from college went on a cross country road trip mm. opened for two acts across america <laughs> moved across the country from connecticut to los angeles and have been adjusting to life here for the past year, actually. So literally everything that could change about a life has changed. So transition <laughs> is just what, where it's been for you, yeah. right? And it sounds like as an artist, you respond to that, obviously, through your songwriting. Yeah, I'm yeah. very sensitive to that that sort of thing yeah. and energies and, and like how people act and people's vibes and people's, you know, like a sponge. So Yeah. And what do you think? Have you been able to have those moments of reflection? Are you going through this transition in a mm. way that it's kind of like you're on this roller coaster ride that you feel like, oh my gosh, I, I don't know where this is going, you know? <laughs> For a long time, that's what I felt. Mm. I moved to L.A. early February 2019. And from that date to about September of 2019, that's how I felt. And I I just was going through a huge roller coaster of of everything. And I couldn't catch my breath. And I was traveling every other week, every every week sometimes. And I literally was not like on the ground at all. And, and thankfully, since September, I stopped touring every every week or playing shows elsewhere every other week or so. And I kind of just now I'm getting grounded after a full year of living here. I think you're not alone. That's yeah. why I wanted to bring it up, because it's, I think that your songs yeah. are going to speak to people who are going through similar mm-hmm. times. It sounds like you still found the space for your creative self. Was that a challenge? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. I I didn't really have time to write while I was on the road. I was actually touring with my guitarist, Jamie Hamburg, as well. So we were on the road for for months together. And we just, there wasn't really time to stop unless I was here, you know, in between shows in LA for like three days where I couldn't really schedule anything. Yeah. And I was like doing a lot. And then I was doing nothing for like three days. And I didn't know what to do with myself. And then I did a lot. I went traveling, you know, for four or five days, and then I was here and I did nothing. It was quite the challenge. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy it's it's done, but I, I can't wait to go on tour again. You know, that's just how it is. And congratulations are in order because of your EP that you released this yes. past month on yep. February 21st mm-hmm. and is out and available. It's called Connecticut. So, I mean, clearly you've been productive for you to be able to <laughs> organize this EP. But tell me about this recording. What what kind yeah. of process was this like and, and how did it come about? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, a couple years ago, I started working with my my producer Doug Shot. He's based in Brooklyn, and we we put out two songs, "Comfort in the Chaos" and "Far from Here." I think in 2018, so a long time ago. I was just sort of starting to to get my footing and and my image and what I wanted to say as an artist. 
And now that I sort of have fallen into what I need to say mm -hmm. and what I want to say and mm -hmm. how I want to be perceived, um, I started working with Doug again and I brought him Scorpio. I had already written you. I had already written um, Vertigo is produced by another friend of mine. His name is Andrew Furs, fabulous producer. And Connecticut, I wrote with Doug. We had a four-day span of <laughs> a, like a writing camp sort of in L.A. in mm -hmm. April. And he was nice enough to come out here from his studio in Brooklyn. And we wrote a song a day. <laughs> and Connecticut was one of those four songs that we wrote. The rest are going to be released on the second EP. Every, you know, every song that we wrote that camp was kind of more upbeat and a little bit more like not dancey, but a little bit bigger production. And we're mm -hmm. like, we just need a song that's going to speak on its own and not need that much around it. Mm -hmm. And that's mm -hmm. Connecticut. And that was all about my road trip from Connecticut to LA, which took two weeks. <laughs> wow. Um, and he was just like, tell me about it. And I literally just told him the whole story. That's great. And he, he pulled little, little things like Lubbock to Santa Fe and, 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 we, we got out at the world's largest Chevron outside of Las Vegas. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't really want to go in there. It looks kind of weird. And, and then we went in and it was magical. And they had like <laughs> multicolored M&M vending machines and like all this awesome. random stuff that like was not expecting. That yes. was really fun. There you go. <laughs> Who knew the world's knew? largest Chevron? <laughs> well, I, I have to say, so I'm, I'm going to put in a request that you perform that song at some point in the show, if that's okay. Absolutely. Okay, great. So we'll, we'll get a chance to hear that story about <laughs> yes. the world's largest Chevron and, well, and, all, uh, the, and the story that accompanies it. Yeah. You said something, I think, very interesting, that you have arrived at this place where you know who you are as an artist mm -hmm. and what you want to say. Are you able to articulate that for me yeah absolutely so i grew from you know just being a, a singer songwriter and i love singer songwriters and i just felt like i didn't really have my thing my defining factor well you know i've always been really into like the folk music of the 60s and, and 70s getting into a little bit more rock and, and folk and that really like that was kind of the moment where i was like that's what i want to bring back you know i really do appreciate modern pop music and the genius mentality that has to go into it to write a great pop song but I really miss the Joni Mitchell, the Carol King, uh -huh. James Taylor, like Fleetwood Mac, all these great artists that the music has kind of faded out. We'll never, we'll never really fade out. No. But in the mainstream, you know, it's become something of the past. And I just, I wanted to bring that back in a modern and accessible way. I want to present myself something of the past that's fresh. So like a, Absolutely. a, a modern take on the folk revival. It's clear. Your mm -hmm. influences really come out, but it's not derivative at all. You've got a very, Amazing. yes, <laughs> no, you've got a very fresh perspective on it. It gives your music a real timeless quality. You had to go through that process to arrive at yeah. the sort of statement that you wanted to yeah. make. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It took me a while, and you know, I was getting there, and I was I went to Berkeley College of Music, and I took all these songwriting classes, and I learned how to write technically correct. And once I left, I was like, I just want to write things that I want to write for me, that explain who I am, why I'm here, and just something that that's me, and hopefully timeless. You know, I, I just wrote because that's how I felt, but the fact that it's you know can transcend is, is even better. <laughs> no, you know, I, I think when you're drawing from those traditions mm. and you're paying reverence to mm. those traditions, it's clear you've got a deep respect mm -hmm. um, and knowledge mm. of them. And I think when you draw from them, but are still looking forward, that's yeah. what gives it the sort of timeless qualities. Yeah. That's definitely has been the goal. Yeah. Everyone I've talked to, <clears> been like, I really want to take 
something not quite of the past, but something that's not in mainstream right now and bring it back in a modern and accessible way for yes. everyone to be like, that's what I am familiar with, but it has something else, something yes. extra. You did something important in your development as an artist that I just want to point out. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if you did, it sounds like you did it consciously, mm -hmm. but somebody who took their studies seriously, went to school, mm -hmm. um, went to a good school, mm -hmm. But at the same time, at some point, you have to actually make sense of it yourself. You actually yeah. you have to take all that information and make it your own. Yeah, I was actually, it's so interesting because that's exactly what, kind of what happened. I was so frustrated at school because I was trying to do all these assignments for teachers and get out there. A couple of assignments were, and I, I love my time at school and I'm so grateful I was able to experience sure. that. It was like, write a song in the third person uh, verse refrain. And I was like, oh my gosh, like so specific little tiny assignments. And I, I love doing it. It was definitely an exercise, but I was like, why isn't this anything I want to release? Why isn't this telling my truth? Why isn't this like what I want to say? And it took me leaving school, taking the knowledge I learned and finally being able to write something that I want to write. And a lot of my songs are about feeling stuck in one place. Ah. And when I finally left, I was able to let my brain breathe a little bit and kind of like sit with myself and and, yes. and figure out what I wanted to say and how I wanted to say it. Incorporating this feeling mm. of, quote unquote, being stuck into your songs and also the incorporating this feelings of transition. We've heard yep. that. Is that also reflected in the next song that I'm going to ask you to play, which is Vertigo? 100%. I thought so. I thought <laughs> how so. did you know? Yeah, just a lucky guess. <laughs> So what's the what's the backstory on this? Yeah, so uh, I had a session with an amazing collaborator, Andrew Furs, and this was one of the sessions where I went in. I hadn't written with him before, but I was like, I'm just going to tell you everything I'm feeling right now. <laughs> like you're just going to listen to me talk about feelings, um, and it was right. I think either right at the end or right nearing the end of my you know my tour and I was just feeling so lost and so up in the air mm. and I was like oh, I feel I'm so dizzy all the time like I'm in planes every week I I there's no grounding for me and he's like that's a song that's a song <laughs> um and he's like yeah it sounds like you have a bad case of vertigo and I was like oh <laughs> that's that's a word that I like and then we just kind of I mean I don't want to say it wrote itself but it definitely took us one session to get a full song done and a demo and I hadn't written with him before and it just we just went for it and that's what it was and it was so visceral and it just happened nice so let's invite Jamie back in Absolutely. on guitar yes and this is vertigo performed by Emma Charles on Joy Sounds. Standing in crowds and feeling alone Looking for maps to show the way home Who knows where that is I gotta try and see this through LAX like the back of my hand Always on the ground, but I never quite land Is the earth still moving? Does anybody else feel this too? When every little silence hurts Sitting alone, wondering if I push reverse Hoping, praying It's over Take my hand and lead me to the water
flows like an ashtray And the man at the gate is calling by name Now I can't remember Another lost pretender When every little silence hurts Sitting alone wondering if I push And that was Emma Charles performing Vertigo. Usually, this is the part of the show where I ask you to consider supporting Joy Sounds through our Patreon page. But during these unprecedented times, I'm seeing countless artists trying to keep people entertained through live stream performances from their home while in self-isolation. They need your support. Be sure to buy their music, buy their merchandise, and Venmo them some money during this time. I know it will make a huge difference in their ability to continue being artists. Thanks so much for listening and for your support. Now let's get back to our conversation with Emma Charles. And that was Vertigo, performed by Emma Charles with Jamie Hamburg on guitar. Uh, Now I can hear that it was one of those songs that came from that sort of spark of inspiration. You can almost hear that when songs kind of flow like that. And I did start the session by just explaining everything. Those (laughs) sessions put artists and writers in remarkably vulnerable situations. Oh my gosh. It's like a blind date. Like not knowing. I never wrote with Andrew before. Now I've written with him a bunch, but very vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it it resulted in vertigo. Yes. So everything is good. Yes. Vertigo, the song that is. <laughs> right. Not the dizziness. <laughs> the literal song. Yes. Yes. No. So I, I would say the outcome was definitely worth it. And this is taken from the new EP, right? Yes. So the songs are Scorpio, Vertigo's second, You, and then Connecticut. Our listeners get a chance to hear the stripped down version, but also go to the record and yes. hear the fully produced version, which yes. is a very different experience. Very different. The fully produced one is so fun to listen to and it's very emotional, but there's something so special and intimate about an acoustic version of a big song. You also have this really cool project going on called the X Sessions. I do. It's ambitious, too. <laughs> it's so ambitious. <laughs> so yeah. tell me about it. Tell me about X Sessions, because it's it, the scope of it is is, <sighs> is admirable. Let's oh, just put it that yes, way. It's admirable. You. Yeah. <laughs> so it's so funny. It came... I like telling people this because I think it's funny. But I was falling asleep one night 
And I was just thinking my brain runs a lot when I'm falling mm-hmm. asleep, especially like if it doesn't run during the day, it's like on full blast just mm. as I'm trying to sleep. Anyway, so I was just about to fall asleep. And I was like, I need content. Like, what can I do to like further my brand, further my content? What can I show people that I'm doing? And I was like, what if I just, I have an incredible network of people I know out here from school, which is I'm, I'm so thankful for. Mm-hmm. And they're all so ridiculously talented. Why don't I kind of use that and and work with my friends to create content for everyone? So the concept is we go to my family home in Malibu. We have a studio in the back room and we film a tiny desk style acoustic cover of something that I pick out with the artist, whoever I'm working with that time that kind of fits their style, but I can kind of incorporate my style into it as well. Okay. So it's a really, really great time to collaborate with people I wouldn't have otherwise collaborated with. Yeah. And we come in, we sing a song. It's fully, you know, filmed, professionally filmed, professionally recorded, lighting, everything. And we've done three a day. Um, So we have two out or four or five. We have actually a bunch out now and we have more coming out I believe in the next month, so I want you, to do one every two weeks. You track three a day or? Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> three a day, four a day. We're going to bump it up to four. That's the ambitious part. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's it's not a smart idea in my mind to do one song. No, you're set up. Right. Yeah, if yeah, you're there, still, you're there. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, I, I completely get it. But it, it almost sounds like you're taking on the role of curating yeah. this collective. Nurturing your community is yeah. like really central to yeah. an artist's development, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, 100%. And I felt yeah. like, you know, before this, I definitely did have a community. But with this, now I have a stronger, like, this is what we did together. We've collaborated. It was great. It's online. Check it out. Like, nice. It's, nice. It's really exciting for me. Just people I, I never would have worked with. Yeah. I mean, like, maybe different genres, different styles. But here we can kind of come together and make something that's unique to us. Do you find that it takes you out of your comfort zone sometime? Because oh, yeah. Because you, you select some tunes that, like, I would never sing this. Oh, and, yeah. Okay. Absolutely. That's got to be fun. It's so much fun. And, and, you know, like, whether I'm, you know, this is my genre or not we we make it stripped down we make it tiny desk style we we play our own instruments like it's great it makes me work (laughs) i learned like all the lyrics to three or four songs a day i play piano and guitar so i go back and forth between playing piano and guitar on the day that we film and it is quite the feat but i'm really excited about it yeah and you also got this really cool feature on Now That's What I Call Music. Yes, that was Vertigo. I was lucky enough to be a What's Next artist on the 72nd compilation of Now That's What I Call Music. Um, and the wow, song that's been going for a while. Long time. Yeah, <laughs> long oh, time. It's now it's on Spotify and, and Apple Music and stuff. Yeah. It was on you know, CDs and, and stuff before, but um, it's all online now. And I was a what's, what's Next artist, and that was really exciting because so many of the artists I look up to were What's Next artists once. So what's the vision for Emma Charles moving forward? I see myself hopefully recording and writing a full album, not just two EPs, but a full full length album where I can tell a story through every song. And I'm really, really excited to kind of like dig into that. I want to be touring. I want to be opening for people. I want to be traveling. Mm-hmm. Okay. I want to play in, in Europe. I want to do festivals. Like there's so many things I want to hit. And I, I don't know, like, you know, you, you never know. You just don't know. But I think if I hopefully if I work hard enough, something will happen and and I won't I won't stop until something does. Sure. And I'm I'm lucky I can just do that. I don't have a plan to stop. <laughs> so something's gonna happen if I don't stop. Fingers crossed. I think it's ninety percent of it. <laughs> Maybe even ninety eight percent. The idea yeah. of, of believing in this vision that you yeah. have and being persistent with yeah. it. Yeah. 
That's that's you know? oh, very very persistent. Yeah. Every day I wake up and I think, what else can I do this today? This is what we do. This yeah. is my job. When people ask me why do I do this, I want people to know that they're not alone in a lot of the struggles that everybody mm. goes through. Mm-hmm. And I feel like music, I grew up with music. My mom's a musician. My grandma's a musician. My uncle's a musician. My grandfather, like everyone in my family is. And I grew up around music. And, and I just feel like that gave me something to know that I'm not by myself. And hopefully I can give that back to other people. One thing I picked up on when, I was, when you were telling me about this is your interest in recording an album. I don't have to tell you <laughs> that in this day and age, albums don't sort of get... Listen to in the same way. Are you thinking of your songwriting on the song by song basis as well as the macro storytelling as well? Absolutely. I mean, right now I I do have an album coming out, but we broke it up into two EPs and we're doing three singles each and then an album. But I want to write, I just want to be able to write one long album, maybe eight or nine songs, where every song like relates and has a story and a meaning within it and you know the way we release it might be with singles or whatever but i want to write an album to be an album to be a collective i hope that what i have now is that but i i came into it through different singles different ideas different concepts sure and i've kind of put it together in something i'm really really proud of yeah it's just not you know something else that i want to do this is one thing that i did and i want to write an album to be a complete album story but this also seems to be another nod to your reverence to the great singer songwriters that you're that you're sort of standing on the shoulders yeah. of, right? <laughs> yeah. So you you had already talked about it a little bit mm. earlier in our conversation, but this very autobiographical song, Connecticut. <laughs> very. So you said you came up, that's where you grew up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're an East Coast person mm-hmm. and you came from a musical family and everything. How did that environment feed you as an artist? Very much so. I mean, my, my mom went to Juilliard for opera and then left to do journalism and and became a jazz musician. Mm. My wow, dad, that's quite a oh, she's, that's quite a pathway. She's fabulous. Man. She's so smart and she's so talented. And I love my mom. Um, my dad is is not a musician, but he is an avid supporter. And you know, he grew up in in uh, Rockaway, so he's also an East Coaster. Um, and he's he's a big supporter, so he nice. can't he can't he can't make music himself, but he <laughs> and he will fight me to the death on that. Um, <laughs> but he he definitely is one of my biggest supporters. So no wonder leaving Connecticut mm. was a landmark moment for it you. It was absolutely it was. Yes, my parents had already <laughs> started to split their time between Malibu and Connecticut which they are doing currently. That was also a deciding factor for me because it, it is important to lead my own life, but I also like to be close to my parents because sure. I love my family. So it was nice that they were out here. I decided to move after they moved. They didn't follow me across the country. <laughs> we just want to set the record straight. <laughs> they did. <laughs> yeah, so they weren't being the you know crazy parents. Mm-hmm. I moved after they moved. I made my own choice. <laughs> um, and it, it was really a big moment for me to leave the East Coast. And I never, obviously, I, I lived in Connecticut, but time between Connecticut and New York City, went to school in Boston. So I never really yeah. at all left the East Coast unless yeah. I was traveling to see family elsewhere. So it was a big move. I remember in our earlier in our conversation, you said it took you two weeks. It did. So I have to ask you why. <laughs> why? Because we wanted to. <laughs> okay. So it was, it was on purpose. It was, it was there a There was choice. no like major like, no. you know, breakdown or your van no, got stolen no. or any, any story like that. Okay. Thank God. No, it was very meticulously planned out by yours truly but that's great you you <laughs> took the time we to took the time really take in the country we went down it was in january so it was freezing so i wanted to go down south and then west 
So we went to Charleston. We went all the way down the coast. Georgia, Alabama. We went, we stayed a couple days in New Orleans. We stayed a couple days in Austin. We went to Santa Fe. We spent three days in the Grand Canyon. Like we did the whole like slow trip and we saw everything. It was amazing. It was really to explore and to see the country and and just kind of take our time. It was such a big transformative experience. And it's so funny that I don't know if I mentioned yet, I have a video for the song Connecticut. And the video details a split between baby Emma home videos from Connecticut and videos of the road, of being on the road and traveling. So it's all kind of wrapped up in one nice bow in that video. That's great. And so it's clear why Connecticut is even the title of your EP, because it summarizes so much for you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I think all EPs and recordings are just a snapshot in time. So it's capturing you sort of in this transition. Oh, yeah. And I know... um, our listeners can find you pretty easily yes. and follow you. Do you have a preference as to where they go? Instagram, I'm on all of them. Twitter, I could be definitely better at, but I'm there. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm with you on that. So, okay, yeah. yeah, Instagram, Facebook, Spotify, it's all just Emma Charles or Emma Charles Music. If you look it up, it's all going to be there. My website, you can click through and, and see everything there, too. And Congratulations again on, on this EP. It sounds, it sounds great. Thank uh, you. It was really beautiful. I think it's very fitting to invite Jamie <laughs> back in and have you uh, wrap up today's show with Connecticut, which yes. has just been a through line throughout our entire conversation. Yes, it really has. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, Thank you, Chris. So yeah. glad to be here. So this is Emma Charles performing Connecticut on Joy Sounds. As the states get bigger, I feel so small But they're all so flat, I can't tell them apart And we drove that night, Lubbock to Santa Fe I closed my eyes, slept the whole way I'm sorry Woke up to a desert mirage Swim my blurry eyes like a lion's jaw We're two weeks and nothing left to say You smiled at me and looked away Where are we? States were stuck in the car Like a spaceship going out way past Mars 300 hours till we get home But I still don't know where we'll go In L.A. Okay. 
so fast that I forget There's a way out of Connecticut I live so fast that I forget There's a way out of Connecticut I live so fast that I forget There's a way out of Connecticut I live so fast that I forget There's a way out of Be sure to subscribe and follow Joy Sounds wherever you listen to podcasts. Also, follow us on all social media platforms using the handle at Joy Sounds Music. Are you an artist who would like to be on the show? Visit the contact page of our website at joysoundsmusic.com for more information. Until next time, this is Joy Sounds, music you need to know. Music you need to know.